1: You're listening to 43 Feet, a podcast about leadership. We believe that real leading happens out front, but that usually means you're probably building the next 43 feet of good road for those behind you while you're running the race yourself. My name is Frank Schwartz, known in the gloom of the early morning as Dark Helmet to my F3 brothers. Make way for Dark Helmet. All rise in the presence of Dark Helmet. Every week, I'll be talking with leaders in and out of F3, including regular appearances for my shared leadership team. If I'm going to do this... I'll need my news team at my side.
2: News team! Assemble!
1: We're here for candid conversations, to answer questions from around F3 Nation, to pontificate wildly, teach leadership, and otherwise attempt to help you navigate the next 43 feet.
3: And And we're we're back. back!
1: Hello, friends, and welcome once again (laughs) to the three-boot of the 43 Feet Podcast. My name is Frank Schwartz, a.k.a. Dark Helmet, a.k.a. Doa, a.k.a. L-Dog, L-Dog. That was a name that uh, Dred gave me recently because someone called me a lapdog, and so he decided that was funny. I decided it was pretty funny, so I'm also L-Dog. Yeah, a, a man of many names. Uh, but only one duty uh, when it comes to this podcast, and that is to host it and to introduce you to the talented men who actually do all the hard work uh, here in F3 Nation while I uh, bask in the glory of their hard work, my high glory to work ratio, as I like to call it. Uh, joining us, number one, numero uno today, is uh, Mike Sluhan. He's 46 years old. Beans out of St. Louis. He is the head of expansion for F3 Nation. Welcome.
0: What's up, Darkest? Thanks, man. Always love being here. I got to tell you this morning, it was pretty awesome because the, the temperatures are starting to get down a little bit. And you know, yeah, that, baby. that's really a question. Fall. Show up. Who's not going to show up? We had 29 guys today show up for a VQ that with six FNGs. I mean, what? come on.
1: Yeah. Okay. Look, just in case there's any question in any man's mind as to whether or not St. Louis is a premier a, a platinum standard region. Just just in case you're wondering, that right there is a pretty good answer. There you have pretty, it. Pretty good answer. Very well done.
3: is isn't it the center of the United States or close enough, like to the universe. Is that I what mean, it
0: is? We don't believe we are the center of the universe, but
3: uh, you know, it's a pretty special place.
0: <laughs> it's not the new Jerusalem, but it'll do. Uh, that other
1: voice you just heard was, of course, the head of leadership development for F3 Nation, Seth Brown 47, Bono out of the ENC. Hey brother, I,
3: I, uh, pirate.
1: he's got his pirate yeah, face on today.
3: I do. I'm closing one eye. Arr, right. <laughs> I, uh I had to stay up last our Saturday night. Not had to, but but had the opportunity to stay up and watch the pirates battle through four overtimes. Um, they they came close to losing like they normally do, and then all of a sudden, boom! They they ended up winning it, and it was uh quite an extraordinary uh evening. So it's it's always fun when you go up to section 15 and. Boom. I get a text from a guy and there are three F3 guys up and they get another text from a guy walk down and there's another F3 guy got him away, way. And then there's two right there. And I'm sitting here talking to a guy and he looked talking about F3 and good morning America. And, uh, this guy looks around and, and he looks at me and like fist bumps me. And I said, Hey, I'm Bono. And he said, I'm, my name's Ethan. I'm like, Oh, he's not F F3 guy yet. <laughs> and, uh, turns yeah. out later I'm talking to him. He's a kid from East Carolina and his dad is the, one of the regional executives with LA fitness out of South Carolina. So we sit there talking. I'm like, no, it's, it's the coolest thing. I was, I'm headlocking the heck out of this guy at the ECU game. Like, oh yeah, we just made it on good morning America yesterday. Oh really? Got his eyes. And then, oh yeah, two weeks ago on the front page of the New York times and the, on the Sunday edition. Oh really? what's the information? So write, wrote it down, put in my number. I was like, all right, I'm gonna get a, a text message because I'm recruiting that, the head of LA fitness, right? Hashtag a B H
1: always be, always head-locking. be headlocking. That's right. Well, that is a uh, man. Basketball season is proving fruitful. Still. Um, it was basketball, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, also, also, on- <laughs> A man who thinks I'm an embarrassment of a man. <laughs> Mr. Brian Jodis. he's 41, his F3 Davis oh. kid, he's the head of comms for F3 Nation at a Carpex. Well, actually, I guess now we, we technically say you're Carrie, right?
4: Uh, I'm Car- I live in Apex for what okay, it's worth. That's uh, what I mean. Yeah. Okay. I
1: couldn't remember. Yeah. You're still Carpex.
4: I'm Carpex for life. It's no matter, matter how many, no matter how many splits this region's about to uh-huh. has done or or maybe going through in the near future, I'm Carpex oh. for life. <laughs> Carpex for life. I got it. Listen, I, got it. I there are few things I love more than sports. <laughs> so
0: when when, <laughs> when, when, you when I say your way through,
4: <laughs> oh my god, I just I love I love uh, it. Uh, hey, <laughs> funny aside since we're all telling stories off the top of the show. Here. Yeah, man, let's do spent, it. I, I'm exhausted. It's Monday. I'm, I'm exhausted because I spent all of last week covering a golf tournament in Kerry. Sash Championship, Freddie Couples won it, running away, 12 under, broke the course record. Amazing week. But on Saturday morning at the tournament, they held a 5K. And we're doing all this behind the scenes footage. And I showed up in all my running clothes and they're like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm running the 5K with the camera. Like, what? You just go out on the course and, like, you know, take a golf cart. I'm like, no, I got to, like, I got the GoPro. I got to show people running. We're running. And uh, thanks to you guys, man. You got
2: to be with the people, kitty. You got to be out there with the people. How
4: to get the shots. How to get the shots.
2: There you go, man. I I mean,
1: that is like, you just look right at me and go, I'm sorry. I don't know what you've been experiencing in the past. That's not how we do things around here.
4: This is EC. Uh, And where the heck are all the golfers? They should be out here running too. Let's go. So, anywho, good, to uh, be right. it's good stuff. Good to be back, yeah.
1: Uh, it's and it's good to be back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and finally, last but certainly not least, from the Jacksonville region, uh, I'm super excited to have him with us today. His name is Chris Gambino. He is 40 years old. Bada Bing, head of tech. That's what I'm called. Head of
2: tech. Did, did you look up? duval last week uh, darkest oh
1: meeting. you know what i'm glad you mentioned that to me but no i did not because you know why? no, no. you know you know why i i totally just don't care that's why
2: you don't care you, you don't <laughs> know about the du- duval <laughs> swagger um hey for all you packs out there who haven't seen the new jacks logo shout out to hello kitty for that Bye-ya.
0: fire Fire! jacks so logo good. so looks good. so good
2: check all your it's socials so give us a follow but yeah
1: uh did, did uh, mudgear get back to you on the change that you need to make to that?
2: <laughs> no, no, unfortunately. Uh they don't no. respond to me. But they see an no. S3 Nation email address, they do they just ignore they They're like whatever corporates calling. We don't care. <laughs> no, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh no, that's
1: excellent. Uh so new jacks logo. Uh what's happening down there in the Jacks though? I mean anything, I mean everybody else has been telling
2: stories. What what do you got? Come on, Bob. Everybody's been telling stories. Wow. Okay. Uh well we had a beach beat down where uh uh the Q reenacted the Bro from the tenure on Saturday. Oh, which wait. I I did not go to the 10-year and I got to learn about the surfboard log roll exercise, which thoroughly sucked, thoroughly. I've got shells probably still in my ass crack right now from that.
4: <laughs> Prove it.
1: <laughs> you know, I was going to say too much information and then I realized, you know what, that's exactly the right amount of information for this group. <laughs> sons. <laughs>
2: but uh no things are going great uh you know we had the celebration of life for heisenberg on friday a lot of f3 representation there uh even an f3 guy spoke he had the uh suit jacket with the f3 shirt on um said some awesome words read some scripture it was just a great time celebrating a high impact man i mean that's what it was it was a little bit sad when you think about um all the things uh, that he did and the people he impacted his family. But, you know, I was found myself the other day asking myself, uh, what would Heisenberg do in this situation? When mm. I was thinking about how I should react to my wife, when she asked me to take out the trash or do this or that. I mean, that's the kind right. of impact. I mean, certainly I could ask myself, what would Jesus do, but I just look, you know, they didn't, from have, they didn't have trash cans back in Jesus's day. Exactly. So, um it, it was pretty powerful and you know we showed up in force there were even f3 cookies i mean it was uh, pretty amazing
1: i did see your uh non-trademarked f3 cookies yeah what did they do with all the trash what did they just oh you know that's a fair point what i meant to what say really they was, have like, to it was kind it, of like not yeah, have in some like, way know, shape or form they had uh like you know it wasn't like he went and put it on the curb i bet
4: well, um, I mean, they filled um, how many wicker baskets with all well, the, uh, think the, about the fish well, hold, and, the, and the bread. Hold on, one quick second. Let's think about that. was about the that. very first compost pile. Maybe a lot of, a, a lot, of a lot of
1: plastics back in the. Crash sure, well, yeah, yeah, a lot most of things, a lot things of biodegradable. Yeah. yeah,
2: I'm kind of guessing that it wasn't uh, wasn't a lot of trash service anyway. Yeah. But it was a very it was a very good reminder that you know Living Third and mm. and uh, you know not just going in, you know there's there's F3 in the workout, but there's also the concentrica and how he. Uh, you know, put his his M first and his and his 2.0s and the things yeah. he did for them. And uh, even my wife said the other day when I was on my phone texting, she's, she said, hey, I need to talk to you for a second. Uh, and I kept on texting and she said, you know, they even said at the funeral when Heisenberg's wife or his Oh M my called, gosh. He'd <laughs> hang up and be like, yes, yes, honey. So, you know, I'm working on it, working on it.
3: WWHBD. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I tell you, you, you painted a picture there. Gambino, because I'm sitting here thinking at my funeral, I would love a whole lot of, you know, jackets, suits with just a black t-shirt with that logo right in the middle. And And that's, and
2: and that's exactly what we did. We showed up strong and there was some representation, even from the pastor. He's like, I don't know what, you know, I went out to this F3 Heisenberg thing with these guys and they're nuts, but Heisenberg loved it and they're having fun. And you know, they're, they're changing men's lives, man. So there's something going on. And then, you know, you see all of us in the crowd with the F suit jackets and the F three shirt on pretty cool.
1: There's nothing, excuse me. There's nothing to indicate to me that uh, we won't have F three suits available by that time. So there's, there's,
2: well, the, the the Nantan Saigon Sam was wearing the, you know, the old lapel pen. Yeah. Well, he's classy. He's classy. He is. We kiss the ring.
0: (laughs) interesting about that is um it just made me think that prior to f3 um the it was a lot of times a funeral that would bring those things to life that would remind you of having to do this and this and this and living a good life and now every single day we get that out in the gloom in the cot Mm. that's pretty special
4: yeah
0: i think we can close with that yeah well
1: it's been a good show boys uh (laughs) And I'll tell you, you know, something uh, we did kind of get off on a little bit of a, a tangent here, but a good, a good way to start. Uh, I don't have a really good segue from that to, to what I wanted to discuss with us today, so I won't try and uh, invent one. But, um, man, if you're not out there, make an impact. You know, I did. I kind of tweeted this this morning, too, now that I'm thinking about it. Like, you, you know, your circumstances aren't you. That's not. That's not you. Whatever's happening in the world, whatever's happening around you, that's not you. You're you. Are you. And you have control over you. You have, you have the ability to go out and make impact. You have the ability to go out and do that stuff. And so stop telling yourself that, well, I can't because, you know, you, you can because, right? And that's, I mean, Heisenberg obviously believed that and uh, had,
4: had no problem. And that's a critical lesson learned. When oh, you go through go. a grower experience, <clears throat> right? But you don't control the circumstances. Leave you control it. yourself in those moments. Leave it to yeah. the professional. Leave it, it to the professional. <laughs> it's not.
2: Uh, at- it's not. It's not getting punched in the face. It's how you respond. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, and speaking of Grow Rucks,
1: uh, GTEs, mm-hmm. right? The grower training exercise. Look at look at Kitty's shirt. Is that the Hampton Roads
4: shirt? I was going to say it's a blue one. And I like that. It's blue sport tech material so we went they went away from the soft cotton which I'm a huge fan wow. of but we got a blue wow staple.
1: kind of a little, little high performance actually. okay so oh, wow look at that logo. there it is
4: yeah yeah, yeah. was that so a was
1: that a, is that a kitty back there on the back come there? On. come on
2: i mean come what on. you're what you're come saying on. is that the, the smell will never come out of that shirt after three weeks.
4: a little vinegar put a little vinegar in your wash man what you <laughs> do just gotta boil it stinking down there again quit eating so much gobbagool bro
1: Oh. <laughs> Smell it coming out of your pores. <laughs> if it's on top, I send it back. I send it back. All right. But Grow Ruck is exactly what we wanted to talk about today. And Kitty, I'm going to ask you to kind of lead us off because, in as much as you were wearing the GTE 32 uh, shirt there from Hampton Roads, one of the things that happened, I guess it was last year, wasn't it? Man, it feels like 10 years ago already, mm-hmm. uh, was the Cadre Academy. And you, much like myself, if I'm, if I'm being real, uh, transparent, yeah,
4: I talked about this on COTS, yeah. too.
1: like, you know, I was a little, uh, I, I was skeptical. I was a little trepidatious yep. to see kind of what was going to happen and how it was going to work because, you know, the guys who did it in the past were all special operators. You know, these yep. guys had years and hours upon hours upon hours of training. Uh, and it was kind of, I was a little dubious that 48 hours with Linus, I should have known better. Uh, was going to change a man into a cadre. Um, and it didn't on the first weekend, right? There's obviously some follow-up stuff, but mm-hmm. tell me, tell the packs your experience yeah. there at GTE 32.
4: Well, you know, I, obviously I hold those guys, right? The bloodhounds, the sea basses of the world, the major pains in such high regard, just because of what they've done, what they've been asked to do on behalf of our nation, things that that most men... Uh, would have never been asked to do and might not have the stomach to perform. So, you know, there's, there's such a, a high regard. But, you know, I've been thinking about it over the last week after completing that GTE 32 with 32 badasses in, in an intimate affair, which is really a pretty cool experience. Been at larger ones than been at this one. And as I was thinking, I said, what were you so butthurt about before? What? Why were you skeptical thinking that? the leaders amongst our ranks wouldn't be able to carry the mantles like those men. Of course they can because we're peer led in a rotating fashion, right? I started thinking about, well, number four is we're peer led in a rotating fashion. And if we're not training up the next group of leaders, then we're not really living out one of our cherished core principles. And why would we not look to our men to learn, right? Why would we not look to our men to apprentice, to get opportunity, to fail. And that really, I focused in on that at Grow School, going into that ruck component. And I thought, boy, this whole time we're talking about being an apprentice, getting opportunity, failure. Those guys have to go through the same experience. And then to watch the men of Akron and Flight Nurse and Full House in their capacity of leading platoons, absolutely crush it because they're high character men but given an opportunity to do something extraordinary, to see my man Olaf in his D2X of driving home the Q source as, a, as, a, uh, as an aid to those men, uh, it, it, was a, it, it was a great experience. And I think those guys nailed it. And quite frankly, they were able to bring their own kind of special approach to it. Uh, and so I challenge the men that go, continue to uh, execute the academy, continue to go to it, to to keep driving hard by no means my mission accomplished it's going to be the greatest thing ever what i saw with my own eyes under the log with those guys leading they were equipped i trusted them i had full trust in them to lead us uh and so uh i think it was a great experience
1: pretty special deal pretty special deal that's interesting and and because and so you make a good point uh or uh, an interesting uh, interesting point anyway where i say okay here I was a little skeptical, you know, you were a little skeptical yep. and we're really sure how it was going to turn out, man, to, so you, to see F3, like we say it all the time, like we all oh, F3 in action. Right. And usually when we say stuff like that, we're referring to, you know, the guys in St. Louis handing off a hundred thousand dollars to covering house. Right. Yeah. That's a big, big freaking deal. That's a lot of money and a
2: huge
1: impact in your community for an incredibly good cause. Right. Beans. Right. So that's good. And when we say, oh, uh, you know, that's peak F3, that is F3 in action. We definitely think of that. And I think this is maybe, you know, a little bit of a lesser uh, thought of way of be having F3 in action. And that is through the leadership development process.
0: Yeah, I agree. I, uh, I was frankly, a little skeptical myself too. I, I think it's only natural for you to be I mean, exactly what you said, Kitty. These these men who are standing before you at Grow Rock and you know the experiences and the life that they've served and you're just in awe. It's really difficult to realize anybody that could potentially live up to that that hasn't been through something similar. But the this year, the Plainfield Grow Rock, which is one that I attended, which was the first one that I experienced that didn't have um, that that actually pretty much every cadre there with the exception of Danny was uh, out of the grow camp and they did a phenomenal job. They all did a phenomenal job and everybody walked away, whether it was people who have been through grow up five times, or it was their very first grow experience. Everyone walked away speaking very positively about the experience they had and that was a direct correlation to the cadre that was leading them. And, uh, I was really impl- impressed and blown away.
3: Yeah. It even, I mean, I was one of the ones, you know, right from the, the beginning with, with go itself. Um, I mean, I was the one that connected with them, hired them and coordinated them until we stopped doing that. Um, I think the other thing for me, too, is that there are some things that some of the special operators bring. And what's cool is that there are some things that are really cool for F3 that the F3 guys bring. So it's not necessarily discounting what the special operators bring, but it's also honoring what the F3 guys bring. And the fact that they're able to to really speak our language helps translate a whole lot more. Um, You know, I think of Memphis where it was Cadre Danny. And I don't even remember the other Cadre's name, though. The thing I remember about him. Is that he made us do a hundred um, ruck overhead presses right to start with, and then he was the one that came up with the reverse overhead or reverse crab walk up the levee at, in Memphis, which was still brutal. And I love that exercise today. It's the only two things I remember about him: special operator, cool guy. Don't even remember his name because he didn't speak our language, and so even though he was there as a cadre and did his job there, he couldn't speak our language, and because of that, I think there was something that was a. Uh, that was missing until you don't realize it's, it's, it's needed. So that was, that's a neat thing is they speak our language. Yeah. Yeah, he, and he means uh, F3 language packs, not English. They
1: they all spoke English. Just so we're clear. Um,
4: <clears throat> no, that's a really. Some, sometimes in rather colorful. Uh, uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I just, I got. Um, well, real quick before you said
1: that, can yeah. you be, just before you jump in there, I was going to say, you know, speaking of peak F3, right. Or F3 in action, man. So, so it sounds like really. The it's a good thing that it's not an either or, but a yes and. Fair, mm-hmm, totally. Go ahead. What were you going to say? I'm sorry.
4: No, I I what I think what I'm pretty excited about coming off this event, and I'm not going to compare the two. I, I just I felt a lot of depth last week. Uh We've always delivered incredibly impactful deep events, right? Like you can't attend a grow ruck, go through it, get patched on Sunday, and not have had an impactful experience i've done
1: i can't even tell you the number i've done and every single time it's still an impactful experience
4: freaking uh loved it and even uh flight nurse like why are you here i'm like because this is awesome (laughs) like we do we do these they're great uh and he meant it from a complimentary standpoint like you're not going to learn much at this thing i'm like dude this is hard as hell and i'm always learning stuff about myself in these moments but there's and this is going to sound like an ad for Grow Ruck, And I hope it does, because I want you guys, if you're listening, if you've never done one to register your butt as fast as you possibly can in 2023, because with intentionality and credit to the leadership, this is uh, leaders, building leaders, uh, it's peer led, and they folded in the Q source throughout the entire night from start to freaking finish. And from start, I mean... We were doing Q source themed exercises, and they sucked big time. Uh, and so, the depth in which we embraced the leadership principles that we espouse so much here—that was a really cool experience that I was not anticipating going into. I didn't know we were going to do that much Q source focused.
1: Yeah, well, that was that was new for that one. I mean, that was, was that was the experiment uh, was for for Hampton. And River. I'm not
4: going to tell you all the secrets of it because you need to go see it. Yeah. The way we did it and the way that it was impactful for every indi- every individual man had a role in it.
1: Which is crazy. I mean, that's so good. It's so, so good. Good. again, to your point, right? Peer-led, every man, all that kind of stuff. I'm, and it kind of makes me proud, I guess, in a way that every single member of the SLT has done a growth. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, my bad. Oh, b- Bada Bing hasn't.
4: Cool. What are you doing <laughs> with the Of all the guys.
1: Yeah. Right? right yeah yeah yeah, i guess it's time to look time to put a little backpack on your back there you know for a guy that's from the heart
4: washington dc come on baby
1: a guy that's from the heart where go ruck is you'd think he'd have
2: done it but no Mm -hmm. but well i i i joined f3 Mm -hmm. post grow ruck Mm -hmm. 01 which was in jacksonville Uh uh-huh i know what it was and then i had back surgery and, but i'm uh, i'm ready now i am uh, ready, ready now, now. all all right. Right. He's
4: he's right.
3: all right i'll give you, I'll give you the now. back surgery i'll give you back so at,
2: surgery. at some point you know if you guys want to turn turn it into some contest or some shame goat or whatever you want to get oh, me yeah. to go to you
3: pick the grow rock i'll go
2: DC.
3: which one dc dc kitty already talked about it march the last weekend in march 2023 coming up i'd love to march on the there. capital i mean too soon
4: Wait a minute. Is it, yeah, maybe a little. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I think that's forever too soon. I, I think the problem, though, by the being, is that when you're doing a grow ruck, you can't oil up and glisten like you like to do. So you do have to just get used to the fact that you, you need something besides just oil to uh, to glisten up.
2: Well, isn't the uh, capital uh, capital grow ruck is in in like Aren't the winter. They? right okay yeah, so, it,
4: it, it could be Marches. pretty cool it could be it could be cool end of march up mm-hmm. there it could be cool
3: yeah okay yeah. okay all right
0: we'll hang out in the loot the, we got one you know coming up next year true uh, you guys just you had it. one no it's, it doesn't matter this it's, is st it's, charles it's it's on one of the, it's one so, of the 75 regions though. i will i will I
2: tell you that the, the thing that gets me fired up about the capital i believe they're the ones who have the boba fett ruck shirts up there Is that the same one? I believe it is.
4: They do. They do. do. That's a
2: badass shirt. It is. Yeah, babe. I'm telling you.
1: So uh, I I hesitate to say because I don't uh, this is a total sidebar and I hesitate six I don't want anyone coming at me but um, I may or may not know who's on that committee that approves those things so I may or may not see some of those that come through there's some mm-hmm. I'm telling you bro there's some really good designing going oh, yeah. on yeah Ta- the, talent really the, is, the talent yeah, of the taxes the talent of the taxes it's, is it's over it. strong it's strong uh, that was a side note <clears throat> so so here we are and obviously okay great wonderful commercial for GrowRuck. So glad that we mm-hmm. that we did that. The yeah. question that I have though is, you know, and and when you think about what the mission of Grow Ruck is, right? So, and, and it's there are there are some events coming next year which I think is interesting. Uh, if you're not a ruck guy, if you're a run guy, um, we are piloting. Uh, Linus Cadre Danny is piloting a Ragnar style GTE in Omaha, so there will be no ruck. Grow run. Yeah, exactly. There you go. That's right. (laughs) Grow run. Grow run. (laughs) I'm going to grow run in circles. That's good. That's really good. I don't (laughs) know why that got me. That's a good one. Um, But yeah. Right. So we're going to, we're going to do that kind of a thing in Omaha. I believe it is uh, next year. And so there's all kinds of different opportunities that are, that are coming up. And so that's wonderful. So my point in saying that is simply that this, this, this experience can be, spread much wider than just a rucking uh, event. You can still do something horribly difficult. We talked a couple of weeks ago or last week, I don't remember what it was, about CSOPs and the, the, you know, the, the advantage that, that has in terms of like bonding men and things like that. But one of the things that, and, and the reason I think this is so good we, that you started with the story that you did, Kitty, is you know, here we are saying, you, know, you, you get your schooling, your apprenticeship, your opportunity, your failure, you know, and, and you, you get in the, in the LDP cycle, right? And Mm -hmm. you start rolling that LDP rock down the hill. But uh, as we do that, that's what the nation is doing in terms of helping men to to become apprentices and get get opportunity and become leaders. My question is, Mm -hmm. what are we seeing? What have you guys seen? Or what should we be doing? What are some ideas you guys have? How do we get guys to do the same kind of thing, to mimic This because the mission of GrowRuck is to accelerate regional growth. That's what it is. I mean, at its core, right? Fulfill the mission of F3 by accelerating regional growth. And so, that's the question, right? Is so what are we doing and mimicking that? Whether it it could be with a seesaw. The seesaw is good, but a lot of times we do the hard thing just to bond the guys and just to do the hard thing. How are we using this kind of this team types events or Mm -hmm. things like that to create more? Leaders, How are we bonding site cues together so that they are kind of that elite, you know, group within, you know, your region that are, are the leaders that are teaching and training the next sets of leaders? Like, how are we using CSOPs to create leaders? Beans, what are you seeing?
0: Well, I'll tell you, in our region, one of the things that I think has been a big impact is the introduction of QSource um, with the LDP, the beginning stage being schooling. I think a lot of the success of things really gets out of the gate with how well the schooling is performed and I think that's a tribute to the grow camp and the schooling that took place there obviously that was very well done in order to have the results that they're having but what better schooling than to get together and review some of the core principles from a leadership standpoint than that Q source book I mean it's absolutely phenomenal and we've introduced that now just about at every single AO. They have a a week, a day during the week that is designated for QSource. And it's a half hour before the beatdown. They get together and we're now seeing guys and participation at QSource that surpasses what we used to get at BDs uh, as far as PACs participation. Gosh, and I wonder why St. Louis is growing so quickly. There could be a correlation there. I don't know. The, the statistics aren't in yet.
4: I mean, look, I saw three guys from my home region that had never done a grow rook before mere moments after the event ended, having breakfast, already talking strategies about how they could implement back at home and how they could, how could we on a quarterly basis have guys show up at 4 a.m. And then they're going to do a hard thing first. And then we're going to put them through some classroom learning. And then we're going to put them back out, right? Almost like these little mini grow schools. First site queue, right? Oh, I love it. Leadership schools, right? So, those guys, not an hour after the event ends, are already kicking around ideas out of how to bring that acceleration home. That's amazing. I'm
1: usually asleep an hour after the I event. Know. So, that's really good. <laughs>
4: hey, by the way, walked into Mary's diner and she said, Hey, our omelet special today is steak. And I was like, Great. That sounds great. You're like, great. I'll, I'll have, have three. I'll have, you can bring all those <laughs> over here. That'd be awesome. But you see that, <laughs> that very quick ability to be like hey we could start implementing something yeah. like this or something like that yeah. or you know just yeah. we could start folding this in here and that's that's what you hope comes out of these and then you know those guys can be on fire they're gonna keep it going oh yeah well sunblotters
3: that's
1: that's what they do
4: over there
3: mm-hmm. wow. that, that's i think what beans is talking is is that first step is that education right getting into the q source and and diving into that um and, and that's one of the things I think that's key as far as the first step. I think the other thing, too, and one of the things that they're doing out in, in Katie and Camo and I have been talking about this is the whole 30 for 30 or 30, 30 thing, which is 30 minutes of a really hard workout, 30 minutes of a conversation. And they do it on different questions. But one of the things we're, we're pounding around here is could we do it on, for example, Source, where we could have 30 minutes of really hard conversation, a really hard workout, 30 minutes of, of pointed conversation on um on QSource. And could that be a way to implement Q source more than just once a week at one AO, which we have decent participation, but not a lot of guys can stay. So instead of starting at 530, we start at 515 and roll it and we can still end at the same time. Um, I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's good to get creative. One of the AOs in our area uh, had a lot of guys that go to that have things that are tight schedule for them, so it's not creating a real opportunity for them to hang out beforehand or hang out much afterwards. So what they decided to do was just incorporate one day a week of the beatdowns and use source and teach principles of source throughout the workout. And it was a question mark as to, well, how would this work? But I mean, you give guys the opportunity to go out and be free to lead and say, hey, here's the mission we're trying to accomplish. It's amazing what these guys have done by incorporating some of the QSource principles into a beat out, beat down and getting both sides mm-hmm. uh, equally accomplished.
4: So think about this. We, we've garnered some national media attention over the last few weeks. Right. Incredible. Oh, had we? In I, I hadn't
1: noticed. I, had, oh, you, had you
4: not could, seen that? Oh, go uh, on. I mean, it was only the front page of The New York Times on a Sunday edition and a highlighted spot on ABC national television. Good morning, America. Uh, although amazing. Yeah. Uh, which was incredible, by the way. Everybody, the article is great. The guys, CSD and Slaughter nailed it. I mean, really, really cool stuff and, and great pieces, right? Great focus on, on what we do here. So, so I think we've got, and this, I'm going to, the challenge for all you guys across the regions, even for us, right? This shared leadership team is how we communicate about what we do. Hey, tell me a little bit about, at, more about F3. Well, we're a men's leadership organization, right? We're a fitness group and we have a 52 week guide to equipping men to be virtuous leaders, right? We have a thing. We have a real thing that men are looking for, right? We have a tangible thing to give them. Not only do we give you this incredible workout, we get you some of the best fellowship you've ever had in your life, and we get you to realize you're not the center of the universe. But on top of that, we have in our possession a 52-week guide to you being the man you're supposed to be, being unlocked as a virtuous leader. Like, that's an incredible thing that not a lot of other, no other gyms have that, right? And maybe some leadership groups do, but they don't have the other stuff that we do, right? But not like this, not the way in which we can communicate it, consume it, and actually deploy it into our lives. There's something pretty incredible about that. I think we
2: need to market what you just said, package that up in a bottle, maybe put it on the website. You just sold me. If only
4: we knew a
1: guy who could change the website in some way. If only we knew. If only,
4: if only.
2: We will uh, put that in the backlog for the uh, F3AI mm-hmm. Slack bot, PAX bot right. to uh, work on. I but guess it's about, good like, that we're recording.
4: About how, well, how are you guys? How do you guys think you can be part of the solution? Well, let, let me tell you, we're training our men every week to be virtuous leaders. And we put that, and they've got the potential to go through a 52 week program. And that's kind of what it is, right? Is it not that? I mean, you follow it all the way through. That's pretty 100%. Much what it is.
1: And that's why it was designed that way. I mean, 100%.
0: Yeah. And I think that that's why, to your point earlier about St. Louis growing, I know that there's other regions out there that are growing rapidly as well, too. And I think it really revolves around this Q source idea because, Katie, just like you were talking about, when you're going out and talking to other people who are not a part of F3, if you're just talking about the workout, they're like, oh, yeah, I've got plenty of opportunities to do that. Like if you're going out and talking about just, hey, we've got this leadership thing that, you know, we get together every so often. It's called Grow Ruck and it's a great experience. okay well, I don't know if I can fit that into my schedule or that sounds uh, maybe not up my alley. But if you have the whole package that you're offering throughout the course of the week and there's various options for someone to choose to participate in those, man, it's a great way to get somebody involved initially and pique their curiosity. And when they get out there and they experience it, they're like, wow, this is way different than anything I've ever done before.
4: Mm.
1: Holy cow. No, that's a, that, I think that's such a, a, a very solid way of looking at, it. you know, I was sitting uh, last week and uh, Dred and I were hanging out and talking and, you know, just, I don't even know how we got on the subject, but, and, and look, guys love Dread, guys hate Dread, guys, whatever guys look at him as the leader of the nation. Still some, you know, look at him and say, well, he's moved on, you know, and, and you can look at him however you want. And, some guys think he's arrogant. Some guys think whatever they think I'm, I'm going to venture a guess that there's not a whole lot of human beings on the planet that, that have spent more time uh, outside of his family and maybe a shield lock together. Right. Uh, than than me and, and him. And, and I'm telling you with absolute clarity, he's one of the, for all the bluster and all the foolishness, right. He's one of the most humble men I've, I've ever known uh, and, and probably one of the smartest men I've ever known. And I mean, he just being around him and, and having him as a mentor and things like that have made me 10, 10 times, 20 times, hundred times the man that, that I was, uh, you know, 10 years ago. Right. And so we, we were sitting and talking and, and I said, you know, something dread, here's the thing about Q source. And I think that we, there's a bunch of guys who have looked at this thing and said, um, Oh, uh, a cool uh, book that dread wrote, you know? And so they read it and they were like, that's really neat. I, I know a guy who wrote a book and look, there it is. And I even got him to sign it. It says, keep leading or, you know, whatever it says in the front. Right. And it's dread. And which is barely legible. I'm like, are you sure you're not a doctor? Cause you can't write for anything, but, um, but uh, you know, so, so and some guys have treated it that way. Right. And they look at it that way. And some guys have looked at it and there's, you know, like Olaf and, and some, you know, some of those guys who, I don't know a guy who's more all in. It's funny. Dread's like, uh, you know, when I talk to Olaf, like, he's like, he quotes it back to me. I wrote it. I don't remember it as
3: well as he knows it. Well,
4: who, but was it all yeah. Ol- whose idea was it to print the cards? Olaf, you source, freaking home run.
3: Yep, home Olaf. Yeah, that was all, all Olaf. Home that was run. Him. Yeah, I mean,
4: well, him
1: and short circuit. Uh, yeah. Formerly yeah, of Colorado, a, yeah, in Colorado back in the way, you made can't. All those I can't
4: you can't give enough t claps to short circuit those right. graphics and all those so good, so invaluable. So good. You know, I mean, I hope very if well he, if out. he's not listening, somebody send this to him and time stamp it right. Yeah, Seriously, man, you put a lot of work into that, and they're oh, so 100% great, 100% short for circuit.
1: sure, for yeah. sure, for sure. So, um, but my my point in bringing all that up is to say, you know, I was talking to, to him and I said, you know, yes, all these guys and they love it and they know it, when we're, we're trying our best to spread it around, and talk about it, but when you think about uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, right? There is a, another great example of a leaderless type organization, just enough structure, just enough home office to, to kind of keep things rolling along. But really when you show up to any meeting from what I understand, never been to one, um, cause I've never been invited cause I'm not a participant. Um, but, uh, if you show up at any given meeting, my understanding is some of those guys have no idea who, you know, the bill, whoever it was, the founder, Mm. you know, those two guys that wrote the big book, the big, you know, the big, the big book. And they know the big book, they've got the big book, but they don't have any idea who the guy is. And they live their life by the big book in conjunction with, you know, the things that are important for their faith and and all that kind of stuff. Right. But it is a, it is a manual for an alcoholic uh, or someone who suffers from addiction to overcome those things in their life. We are, largely, you know, we're sad clowns. And we have this is the big book. This is the big book. And I'm not trying to treat it like the bible. I'm not trying to, tre- you know, overstate what it is or it is not. Um, because, you know, dread still sits back and says, I don't know exactly where it came from. He had hurt his back, he was out on IR, mm-hmm. he could not work out, and he was desperately trying to find some way to be useful and to feel like he was still connected to F3 and he says, you know what I'll do? I've been kind of writing these blog posts and stuff. Maybe I'll make that into a like the, the field manual for virtuous leadership. Like that's maybe that's what I'll do, right? And it was kind of a, a little bit of a vision that he had. And he was out for almost a year. It's like eight or nine months. I mean, it was actually it might have been longer than that now I say it, but he was out for all that time and he wrote the big book. Now, look, you don't have to do it that way. You don't have to use QSource. Mm. You don't have to. But here's here's what I would say to you is first of all, find a better book that espouses F3 leadership theory than that. You can't because it doesn't <laughs> exist. Because the guy who made it, made it up, made the book, right? Yeah. But I don't care if it's if it's Q source or not, then find whatever leadership book that you think it is. I don't care who read Dwight Eisenhower, uh, or, you know, John Maxwell, whatever you want. Maxwell, I don't could care. Be any of those guys. Sure. But for crying out loud, stop being mm-hmm. unintentional about your leadership development. Yeah. You know, stop doing that lean in here. I know Dredd hates it when I say that. So I'll tell him to skip it, whatever this is, you know, 42 minutes in or whatever. Um, Cause he hates to lean in, lean in, reach out, punch down, whatever you got to do. Um, but yeah, thanks Kitty for actually yeah. leaning in. But, but my point is really, really embrace this idea and really start to go and say, you know what? Pretend just for me for 30 days, just pretend you don't know who the guy is that wrote it. It's some ancient philosopher. How about that? Just pretend that is the case. Right. Although he's getting more ancient by the day. Hello. Pretend that that's what it is. And then use it as the guide for your behavior. Use it as the guide for your leadership. Use it as the guide to create other leaders in your region. I promise it is. And I know that was kind of a big rant about, you know, dread and Q source and whatever, but it just seemed like it fit for what we were talking about right now because the whole point of what we're saying is this stuff works. And Kitty watched it and it's absolutely. I mean, perfect form at Ruck. It was a thing that no one, I don't even know if Linus was totally bought in. I mean, probably, I got to think he probably was, but he wasn't real sure. You know, he's like, I guess we'll just see who finishes or doesn't finish. You know, when he even put Cadre Academy out there, but it is peak. It is a thing that no, very few, if any men believed could be that we could take just Joe Pax and turn him into, a grow ruck cadre who would lead other men at that level. That's high level. That is a lot of moving parts. And there's a lot of stuff to do. And it is high level. It is no joke to run a grow ruck, right? Mm-hmm. And, or, or to be a cadre at a grow ruck. It's no joke, no right?
4: No way. You're responsible for every single man in that group that you're yeah. out there leading. Not only are you to uh, deploy uh, leadership skills to those men, you are to get them from A to B safely. It is your job, your responsibility. It's yeah. a heavy burden.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. I don't know this for sure, but I would be willing to bet that those guys that showed up for that grow camp that first time had a very, very familiarity with all the principles in Q source. That would be my guess. that well, They knew that book very, very well.
1: Well, it was, a, it was part of their required reading before they showed up. Yeah, there you go. As well. I mean, yes. And they were taught much of that uh, during the weekend for sure. And that's why we teach it you know, as part of what we do before you go into the, the rug mm-hmm. phase of the, the, you know, the
4: GT. Hey, right? maybe, there's, maybe there's a guy listening that's thinking, I'd really love to take my sort of F3 experience to the next level. Maybe you're relatively new, right? And you're going through the podcast and you're listening to us and you're trying to gobble up as much F3 stuff as you can. Maybe you've been in it for a while and you're like, I feel like I need a, a fresh kick. Cool, get beyond the gloom and get into being intentional with your leadership development. The dirty secret that we all know is, this is a men's leadership organization, right? The fitness got you here, but this is a men's leadership organization. And we have the field manual for virtuous leadership.
1: That reminds yeah. me of the, of the thing that I was going to say earlier that I forgot, Kitty. And that was this, you know, as we talk about F3, and this is one of the things I love that we've been on these na- major national things. And I understand mm-hmm. they have stories they're trying to get, and, and they're not necessarily interested uh, in hearing about our leadership. Uh, development and all that kind of stuff, right? Sure. They want to hear about, you know, oh, it's how wacky is that? They're outside and they're working out and it's free, a wacko, you know, whatever, right? I don't know what they're doing. These morning show type things, but um, I get, or the faith component, or whatever it is that they feel like they've got to grab onto that, that tells the story they want to tell. Sure. But I want every PAX to remember that our story, our story that we tell ain't, ain't about male loneliness. That's a wonderful story for the media to tell. And that's fine. And does it, does it help with that? Absolutely. Sure. For sure. Certainly. That ain't the lead. Don't bury the lead under male loneliness, right? The, the, the mission that we're on is unlocking men to be the leaders they were created to be. That's the mission we're on. It's freeing their hearts and their minds to be who they actually are, mm-hmm. to fulfill the purpose for which their feet hit the floor every single morning. The loneliness part's a nice additive. Uh, to
4: Invigorate combat. male community yep. leadership. Go, do hey. it.
3: And that's something I think. Just listening to some of the the news and stuff, this this male loneliness is the the hot topic kind of thing. And I'm like, no, we're not a bunch of lonely guys. We're a bunch of of invigorated leaders. So it's it's. I think what you're talking though is is switching that language, to talking about the solution rather than the challenge. Um, that was solid. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and I think there's a, I think there's a lot of uh, a lot that en- encompasses the term sad clown. It could mean middle aged male who's lonely. You know, it it could be. A, you know, a guy who, who doesn't have friends or who's stuck in a rut in his job or going through a midlife crisis. It could be a guy who's a complete alcoholic or addicted to drugs. It could be all these things just because the middle-aged male loneliness topic is somewhat hot and featured in, you know, Vox and all of these other media outlets. Fine. Sure. We'll, we'll eat that up. We'll take that all day. But at the same time, as Kitty referred to, I mean, we'll go out there in the gloom and say, Hey, this workout that you FNG just showed up to, it's actually a leadership. It's actually a leadership group. And you'll find that out if you stick around.
4: Mm Yeah,
1: no, hundred percent. In
3: fact,
1: much like the workout is kind of the, the, uh, you know, the, the Trojan horse, if you will, of getting them out to realize, you know, oh, that's not really what you're here for. That's just a nice, a nice side benefit in a similar way. It's like, Hey, uh, the, the friends that you make are just kind of a nice side benefit. You know, that's, that's the Trojan horse. If if the Trojan horse to getting us on the media and all that kind of stuff is to talk about loneliness, fine, fine. I don't mind. You know, but but to to Gambino's point, all that stuff you mentioned, that's just symptoms of an unlock of a a locked up man. Right. A sad clown is a locked up man. All that stuff that makes him a sad clown, all those symptoms, whether it's alcoholism or sadness or loneliness or, you know, whatever, purposelessness, all those things. Those are just symptoms of the fact that he has not been unlocked to the idea that he is who he is.
4: And we're taking a sledgehammer to the shackles of the sad clown. All day, right, every, every right? single day. That's what we do. And 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 people are going to see us in the news and on TV, and they're going to tell us that we're all these things. You're only recruiting men so that you can turn them into this kind of person or this kind of person. No, we're recruiting every single man we can possibly get to so that we can invigorate male community leadership. It's pretty simple what we're doing here. We tell so, you straight up what we're doing here.
1: Yeah. And so ultimately... He, through the framework that we provide, he can become the best him that he can be. And that's why we don't prescribe anything, right? We that's don't right. tell you, you got to do this or that or the other thing, right? It's all just baked in there because we want you to use the framework to become the best him that you can be. I'll tell you what though, it ain't easy. It ain't easy. It ain't easy. But you know something? Uh, if it was easy, we wouldn't need leaders, right? Thanks for listening to the 43 Feet Podcast If you like what you heard on the show Or if it's helped you in some way We'd ask you to rate us, write a review And share us with your friends and networks It really does help others to find us If you have questions, comments, or concerns, write us at questions at 43feetpodcast.com or tweet us at 43feetpodcast. The climb we're on to create virtuous leaders isn't going to be easy, but we'll get there, 43 feet at a time.